Welcome back to Q-Tips from the Video Store Junkies, the world's only movie podcast recorded live every week with completely nude hosts. And just a reminder, our very first video episode is out next week, so keep an eye on our OnlyFans page for updates on that. Now look, we know you're a busy person. Wait, what? You don't have time. <laughs> you don't have time <laughs> to go through a million different offerings on your favorite uh, streaming services, which is where we come in, Paul, Renee, Bill, and myself. Every single week, we bring you recommendations. <laughs> Oh, and, and also crap. special guest, a, a, a dog. Um, dog, dog. Dog, what is your first recommendation for this week? Rough. Zoltan, okay. Hound Zoltan. of Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that dog, that dog interrupted my my intro, but I'm just going to leave it in. Um, anyways, so speaking of very busy people, uh, let's go over to one of the busiest people in the independent film industry, Bill Mulligan. What should people watch this weekend? Oh, wow. You know, now I wish it had been Zoltan, Hound of Dracula. I'm going to recommend a uh, 1972 movie, Horror Express. This yes. is great. It's a Spanish movie um, directed by Eugenio Martin. And I, I feel like he did something else I should know. But as I drag out my bowels and look up IMDb, uh, I'm not really seeing anything. Eh, whatever he did this one and uh, this one is absolutely amazing it's got peter cushing and christopher lee which you know right boom sold nothing else need be said and they play two british um uh, archaeologists who this movie's nuts they, they find a, a frozen caveman and then he you know he thaws out and you're like okay yeah that's a movie right you find a frozen caveman and, and he thaws out and does all kinds of mischief it's like that doesn't even begin to cover this because he's he's got um the, the caveman himself has been possessed by an alien who causes people to turn into bleeding eyed zombies and wow this is all over the place at a certain point in the movie they they like uh they do the old chestnut about the last thing you see is imprinted on your eye when you die so they they do that to the the caveman's eye and they see obvious drawings of pterodactyls i mean the no no attempt was made that he actually saw pterodactyls apparently the last thing he saw was a library book with pictures of dinosaurs um so yes stupid sure but stupid in a, in a way only a really intelligent script could be i mean this thing is so ambitious it takes place in a train and just when you think it's as nuts as nuts can get, uh, Telly Savalas shows up. And as he, a Cossack. As, as a Cossack. As a Cossack <laughs> who's wearing this red lame. I, I, you know, he is dressed to the nines. Sucking on a lollipop, I think. I guess that was just a thing he actually did. Maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, he shows up and um, he chews up the scenery. You can almost see Lee and Cushing elbowing each other like, oh, Christ. Here's the American chewing up everything. But they're fantastic. He's fantastic. The effects are fun. This is just this this movie. I, I should have seen this at a drive-in because it is just fun, fun, fun. Horror Express, definitely worth your while. And I throw it to Renee. Oh my gosh, you guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I yelled so loud during mm -hmm. that intro and I was on mute. And then I unmuted myself in the dog's first. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh my goodness. Thanks, Phil. Um, so my first recommendation is a movie that is found footage and it's a horror movie. And 
I think uh, a few of you guys know I love, I really do enjoy a found footage movie, but I really also love Bigfoot. And this movie is called Willow Creek. And it was directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. And it's from 2013. And it stars Alexi Gilmore and Bryce Johnson. And it's available on Tubi. And the movie is set in Humboldt County, California. It's near where um, the Patterson-Gimlin film was recorded, which is the very uh, popular, you know, Bigfoot walking across the stream video that everybody is familiar with. Um, So these two, it's a guy and his girlfriend. They stop at this town called Willow Creek, which is a real-life place. And it is the Bigfoot capital of the world. Allegedly, and it's in California. So maybe one day we'll all go there. Anyhow, so this guy, Jim, he is interviewing the locals. They're talking about Bigfoot and doing this whole thing for this like documentary that he's making. And they decide to go camping in the woods because that's a great idea. And um, yeah, they just, you know, things get a little hairy. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Uh, um, you know, they're camping, they hear all sorts of noises, things get a little crazy. Um, it is a slow burn. It can be a little slow, but you know, the last half hour things get pretty tense and I really enjoy the ending. Um, and of course it's directed by Bobcat Goldthwait and you know, that's always fun. So again, that movie is Willow Creek and it is available on Tubi and I'll pass this to Paul. Well, I, I definitely want a second Willow Creek. Um, I, I love Bob Goldthwait's, uh, direct direct you know direction film films he's directed but and this one i think is fantastic i, I agree with you that that last half hour is incredibly effective to me and then i also want to second bill's um uh horror express because it is it is so much fun um but the film <laughs> i have <laughs> the film no film i have is actually is, is actually quite fun it's well kind of it's pretty dark it's called faults f-a-u-l-t-s faults from 2014 it's the uh, directorial debut. Well, not fe- it's the feature debut of writer director Riley Stearns. It is a, I'd say it's a psychological thriller, but it's also got dark, dark, dark comedic undertones, overtones. I mean, it's it's there's comedic elements for certain. Um, it stars uh, Leland Orser, who is one of those um, one of those actors that's one of those guys you'll see. Him, oh, he's that guy. Mm-hmm. To me, he's always that poor schlub from Seven who was involved in the the lust murder it's it was poor guy in that film anyway um so leland orser plays uh roth he's a uh, pop psychologist uh self-proclaimed expert on free will and deep cult deprogrammer and he's also an utter loser he is on a, a kind of a book tour for this shitty book that he did and no one's actually listening to him at the you know the few people that are actually at his little promo the main person is a guy who comes up and beats the crap out of him because the guy's sister had killed herself after roth had tried to deprogram her um roth's agent is dumping him he owes him a bunch of money which leads up to the fact that this couple comes this older couple comes up to him and says our daughter's part of a cult we want you to deprogram her and originally mm-hmm. he declines but then he realizes he, he needs money he agrees to it, and they they kidnap the daughter, who's Claire, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who happens to be married to Riley Stearns in real life. Um, and so it's uh, they take her to a motel room, and um, Roth proceeds to try to deprogram her. It is I don't want to say much else over that. It is okay. 
it is really good it is fantastic it is it is dark it has a the sense of humor is very dry a very dry sense of humor and it's it's you know plays off on this character who's uh a, like i said he's a bit of a schlub um and uh but it's again it's 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 also a thriller uh, fantastic movie um the performances by leland orser and mary elizabeth winstead are fantastic um and this is playing just about everywhere it's playing on fubo paramount plus epix or epics depending on how you pronounce it hoopla voodoo free tubi direct tv crackle popcorn flicks pluto tv and plex so this film is false from 2014 and with that i will pass it over to you zach well i actually haven't even heard of that movie but i am definitely going to check it out now because i am a huge leland orser fan and completely random side note tangent uh that we probably don't have time for but i'm going to say it anyways because i've been holding this back for like 20 years um so my very first job i was uh, working at a movie theater and one of the assistant managers, I swear to God, was a dead ringer for Leland Orser. He even sounded like him. But nobody, I could never tell anyone that. Like, anytime I told anyone, they'd be like, who? And be like, the guy from Seven? They'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm telling you now uh, that that I've been holding that for, for 20 years. And uh, and now I've told you. And I'm glad that someone knows who he is. So, anyways, uh, the, <laughs> my, my first pick this week, uh, unfortunately, does not have Leland Orser in it. But it has a lot of other great actors. Because... I think I've mentioned a couple times that I'm not the biggest Quentin Tarantino fan in the world, but I'm slowly coming around to some of his work. And I finally watched one of his movies that I think is now maybe my favorite out of everything that he's ever done. And I'm talking about 1997's Jackie Brown. Now, this yeah. stars Pam Greer as the uh, the title role. Uh, she is Jackie Brown. She is a flight attendant who is being used for cash smuggling. And, well, she's caught and she's caught up in a web of... Uh, lawmen and uh, criminals, and it's really kind of a me a bit of a meandering plot. This movie is like two and a half hours, but it's actually never boring because there are so many great actors in it. Not just Pam Greer, who gives, I mean, just an amazing performance, but you've also got Samuel L. Jackson, Robert De Niro, Bridget Fonda, Michael Keaton, Robert Forrester, uh, who you know, I think I've I've mentioned every single time uh, I mentioned him that I think he's one of the most underappreciated actors ever. Um, plus a bunch of uh, actors in smaller roles. Chris Tucker's in there. Uh, Sid Haig's in there. Uh, Tom Lister Jr. is in there. Actually, the second the second film in 1997 that he would co-star in, uh, not alongside Chris Tucker because they don't I don't think they share any scenes, but uh, in the same movie. The other one being <laughs> The Fifth Element, of course. Anyways, um, yeah, it's a great movie. It's it's a if you like crime films, if you like. Uh, I guess like whodunits uh, or not, it's not whodunits. I, I don't even know what I'm saying here. Um, <laughs> if you like uh, caper films or, uh, you know, I, I guess uh, backstabby, you know, who's going to get away with it. It's a great movie. I don't, I don't really want to say any more because I mean, the real, the, the uh, I don't know, the, the attraction for me was really watching all of these actors on screen and just kind of uh, giving some really amazing performances. So uh, Jackie Brown is currently streaming on HBO Max and Pluto TV, so you can check it out on either of those platforms. And I will send it over to Bill for his second recommendation for this week. Thank you, and I and I, I back you up on that. And you know, you got to give Tarantino a little credit for something. He he does manage to get an awful lot of memorable performances mm. out of actors in all of his movies. You know, like every every time someone's in one of his movies, they get something you definitely want to put on the highlight reel. 
Mm. Uh, Jackie yeah. Brown's one of the least Tarantino-esque movies that he ever made, but yeah, it's it's a good choice. Good choice. That that might actually be why I enjoyed it yeah. so much. It, it's yeah. him. It's him being a little bit less Tarantino-esque than he right. usually is. So speaking of subtle, <laughs> I want to recommend <laughs> Psycho Goreman, a 1990s film from 2020, and that pretty much describes it perfectly. So if you've ever watched that that really funny uh, little short film that people made, uh, every 90s commercial ever on YouTube, where a bunch of kids, it's like a commercial for Power Slam or Juicy Slam or something, and it's it's got all the cheesy effects and fashions and everything, and then it takes a horrible, gory, dark turn. Uh, that's Psycho Gorman. It's it's about um, uh, a psych psychopathic twelve year old girl, but I repeat myself, and her <laughs> brother who play insano made up games, and this is exactly what we did back in the day. And they come across they well they find a gem that controls an evil monster uh, that was stupidly uh, stranded on Earth because he wanted to destroy the universe. So of course they left it where a bunch of kids could find him. And uh, as long as they have this gem, they can control him. Now, this monster is extremely powerful, a demonic alien overlord who's constantly talking smack and about how he's going to kill everybody. And this is one of my favorite sci-fi conceits when you have these really arrogant, super powerful aliens who somehow find themselves under the control of just ordinary people and they don't know how to handle it. So he's always threatening all the terrible things he's going to do. And the kids think this is cool and tell them to shut up and make them watch cartoons on TV. But there's a heart here, you know, we, we do, they do establish a relationship, but at every point when you think you can know where this film is going, they kind of subvert it. It's really dark, but funny. I had a great time. Um, the little girl is played by uh, an actress called Nita Josie Hanna, and I predict a big future for her. But everyone in this is 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 fun. The director is a guy who's a special effects maven. So this thing has some of the best cosplay stuff I've ever seen. I mean, the aliens and everything, it's it's all practical effects, virtually all practical effects. Usually when makeup people get a chance to make a movie, they screw it up by just showing too much of their beloved makeup effects and everything. But here it really supports the film. It's totally over the top. It's totally 90s. I love this. I hope there's a sequel. Um, or I'm just going to watch everything else this guy does. He he also directed, I think, Father's Day, another subtle one. Um, and a few other, and I think uh, Manborg. So he's got he's got his little niche carved out here, and I hope he keeps on doing it. Uh, good fun. Psycho Gorman. It's it's just watch the trailer. If 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 you don't love the trailer, don't bother. If you do love the trailer, there's more where that came from. And it's on Shutter. I, I yeah the I got I got to try and say it was a really fun movie and the like I, I guess monster design is some of the most original you will ever see in any movie. There, there's like literally a monster that is just a like vat of severed limbs. Yeah, yes. yeah, <laughs> that's it. It, it, is, it is a super fun movie. I, I agree. I, I will third that. Yeah. Nice. Oh, and we go back to the lovely Renee. Oh, thanks, Bill. Uh, I forgot to tell you guys, my theme for this week is outdoor adventures. <laughs> so, yes, my next pick is also a horror movie. It is directed by David Bruckner, and it is from 2017, and it is The Ritual. Uh, 
It's a, yeah. It's a group of friends that go hiking in Sweden to honor their uh, recently deceased friend. Um, they cut through the forest uh, because they have another friend who hurt himself on the way. And things just get a little crazy in the forest. And things kind of start to get bonkers pretty early on. Um, they're trying to escape uh, this mysterious entity force creature that is following them through the woods and it is you know what these guys go through the relationships that they have um the incident where their friend rob passed away and it's just a it's a good movie and i recommend it and it is called the ritual and again it is available on netflix and i'll pass it on to paul Oh, I want to want to second that one as well. It's, it's an excellent film. Yay! Excellent. Well, my theme, my theme is uh, is dark, dark, dark <laughs> comedies that are by writer director Riley Stearns. <laughs> so, um, so th this next film was, I, I believe, it was his follow up to Faults, and it's The Art of Self Defense from 2019. Um, this one it tends to be a, it's it's pretty damn dark as well. Though this one is a little bit clearer in the comedy zone, um, but again, very, very dry comedy to it. It stars Jesse Eisenberg as probably one of the most Jesse Eisenbergish characters <laughs> there is. Um, very much cast a type in this. He plays Casey, who is a nebbishy uh, accountant who's afraid of everyone and everything. And one night while he's walking home, he gets mugged by... Uh, faceless well a masked gang on motorcycles and he decides i want to learn the art of self-defense mm. and so he goes to a dojo and signs up and it's it's headed by sensei who's played by alessandra nivola and uh the um there's a, there's a group of people there but the only woman there is anna played by imogene poots it's always fun to say imogene poots um and uh <laughs> it's again it's one of these ones you don't want to say too much about it is uh, again. It's it's gets pretty damn dark, but it is really funny in a very dry way. Um, and I, I think, like Bill said about watching the the trailer for Psycho Gorman, watch the trailer for this completely different movie, completely different kind of humor. But if you watch it and you 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 enjoy the humor from the trailer, then I would say uh, this would be a good one to watch. So it's currently playing on Hulu and Canopy with a K. And again, that's The Art of Self-Defense by writer-director Riley Stearns. And I pass it on to you, Zach. Well, the theme this week for me is I've been in like lockdown quarantine for a year and it looks like I'm going to be in the air for, you know, a while to come because people can't get their shit together. So uh, I've been watching a lot of TV uh, the last year, like many people, and I will probably continue to watch a lot, a lot of TV in the, the coming months here, uh, I predict. So I'm going to start recommending there are a couple of TV series that are kind of kind of kind of have a lot of content to watch. And so this week I am going to recommend one of them. And it's a show that actually kind of gets a bad rap. Um, and I'm talking about Lost. Now, if anyone was alive circa, you know, 2004 to uh, 2010, I believe, was when the show ran, um, you probably caught at least one episode of this show. It was at one time one of the most popular t TV shows on uh, in the world or, or in the country, I guess. Um, but I think it gets a really bad rap because, yeah, uh, there were there were certain issues with uh, the direction that it took, especially the last season. But uh, I think, you know, I'm, I'm actually rewatching it right now. 
And I think it gets an unfair rap because I think that there's still a lot to like about the show. It's got a, it's, some of the writing is actually really good, even if some of the, uh, the the plot lines never really get resolved. And it's got a lot of great actors and a lot of great characters. It has really a career defining performance for Terry O'Quinn, who, you know, is another one of those that guy. He's a, he was an actor that I really loved before this, and it just made me love him all the more. So I'm watching it right now, like I said, and, you know, it's, it's amazing uh, how much of it is still really enjoyable TV. I definitely understand that a lot of people kind of gave it a lot of grief for the fact that, uh, you know, uh, it was, well, it was a J.J. Abrams joint. So it, yeah. uh, you know, started off well, and sometimes his stuff kind of gets into the weeds. But I think it's still a great show. I would still recommend it. I, you know, watch the first season or the first five seasons, and then you can make your own choice whether to watch the fi- uh, sixth and final season. I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you what to do with your life, but, you know, you can also <laughs> skip it and pretend that it got canceled early. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, anyways, Lost is currently playing on Hulu and IMDb TV, all six seasons or five seasons. So check it out. Six seasons. No, it's five. Um, anyways, um, <laughs> I think wow. that's everything. And I just had a crack. Is of it thunder that bad? <laughs> literally. No, wow. I, I just had a crack of thunder that literally shook my room. So I should probably turn my computer off right now. Um, yeah, but but wait. <laughs> Don't we want to go out with a song? That's what I was about to ask. Uh, does anyone have a song to go out on this I, week? I, I do. Now, the thing is, it has an intro, but I'm afraid if I do the intro, you won't let me actually get into the the song before before cutting away. So just, I can start right into the song or start I can... This, yeah, yeah, get to the good stuff, right? Do your thing. You sure? You, or can I do the intro? Because it's kind of the intro oh, is pretty great. Just We're promise you're not going to cut Paul. off. What did yeah. you say? We're pretty He's about to here. be electrocuted. And as always, here is a summary of all of our picks for the weekend of July 30th, 2021. Renee recommended Willow Creek, which is currently on Tubi, and The Ritual, which is available on Netflix. Bill recommended Horror Express, which is available on Shudder, Tubi, Hoopla, Fandor, and a bunch of other places. And Psycho Gorman, which is currently available on Shudder, Hoopla, and Spectrum On Demand. Paul recommended Faults, which is available on Tubi, Paramount, Vubu, Epics, Hoopla, and a bunch of other places, and The Art of Self-Defense, which is currently playing on Hulu and Canopy. And I recommended Jackie Brown, which is currently available on HBO Max and Pluto TV, and Lost, which is currently playing on Hulu and IMDb TV.